What's up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan. I am the host of the Budget Trek Podcast here for the next segment of Common Sense with my co-host, Drew Morgan. Hey, everybody. Hope you had a great week. Today, we're going to be looking at how to pay off credit card debt a little bit quicker. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So obviously, credit card debt is a scary thing because, you know, when me and my wife started this journey, we were $15,000 in credit card debt. And that's not exactly the best position to be in. So what Drew and I are going to do with this episode is we're going to talk through a few methods that you could get that debt down quicker. You know, everybody's situation is unique. So whatever works best for you and your mindset, then you definitely need to approach it from that perspective. And Brady, we talked about this multiple times in our previous episodes. About the, It's all about your perspective and the way you view things. So any way you can kind of enhance your perspective to look at things in a more positive outlook, I think really going to pay off in terms of your ability and your success in paying off these these debts that you have. So I think number one, the thing we're going to look at is the way you view your credit card debt in general and maybe how you separate that credit card debt into smaller buckets um, rather than looking at it from a total balance uh, perspective. I think what this does is it's really going to allow you to look at your debt with a more achievable and manageable mindset. And this is going to, this basically could work if you have multiple credit card lines or if you have just a single credit card line. Now you might be asking, if I have a single credit card line, how does that work? But what you can do is you can you can kind of compartmentalize that debt that you have in that credit card into smaller chunks and focus on paying those certain things off first. Yeah, we're going to go and move into the next method. And this is sometimes known as the avalanche method. So basically what you do is you pay off the highest interest credit cards first. And this doesn't make sense for a lot of people because sometimes the highest interest credit cards inevitably have the highest balances. And it's really intimidating to tackle those balances, which we're going to talk about for the next method. But this is what I use. I mean, obviously, I'm a numbers guy, and Drew is too. And it makes sense for us to pay off the credit cards with the highest interest rates because we know down the road we're going to save money by doing that. Well, and here's the thing. If you're if you're paying off money, if you're paying it off regardless, right, like why not? And in, in this mindset, why not pay off those things that are costing you more money in the long run? Yeah. But right? and just like I said, though, for some people, that doesn't make sense. If yeah. you have a credit card that has highest interest rate – but it's $10,000, that's overwhelming, you yeah. know? Whereas if you have a credit card that's $500 and maybe like a 50% interest rate, that's probably not doable, but that's the next method, sometimes known as a snowball method. Well, and this this is actually good because the snowball method, you're looking at those 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 smaller balances. And this kind of mm-hmm. ties back to our last, uh, one of our last episodes as well, t- talking about combating apathy in your financial journey, about uh, achieving smaller and quicker wins. Um, and those areas of your financial journey, what you're trying to do is is take off those those smaller credit card debts, like Brady just said, right? You might have a credit card with $500 balance on it. You tackle that one because it's just like, a, hey, I just paid this off. That feels really good. But you also could combine the two and make some some somewhat of a hybrid, right? Yeah. With where you're paying off the highest, you know, interest rate payments, but also at the same time focusing on smaller ones. But that's really going to be specific to your own. Yeah. Well, that that's what I do too. So it's like. For my situation, just real quick, is I separated our car loans, our credit cards, and student loans in three different buckets. And I, from that perspective, I focused on the lowest balance first, mm-hmm. which was credit cards. But once I got into that bucket of credit cards, I focused on the highest interest rate. Yeah. So that's the way in my mind where it's kind of like a hybrid approach. But kind of like what you were saying too, it's like there are other ways to combat this as well with the with in regards to interest rate. If that really does bug you and you want to pay off if you want to pay, like you're focusing on interest way too much, then at this point, you can start looking into credit cards that have 0% APR. Mm-hmm. And what you can do, me and my wife actually just did this, is balance or, or transfer the balance of the other credit cards that have an interest rate and push it into this other credit card that has 0% APR. Right. And what that's going to do is it's going to save you on interest payments one. 
And two, you're going to have those other two credit cards paid off. And when a credit report sees that, it's going to be like, oh, okay, they're being responsible. Right. So that is obviously another method. But at the same time, if you just keep saying, I'm just going to keep opening up credit cards at 0%, like that's not a good method. That's not a smart way to do it. Of course, with all these things, take it with a grain of salt. You've got to do something that's specific to help your situation, not put you further into a hole. Yeah, and, and but I mean, it is interesting. So go, going back to this point where you're saying getting getting a 0% credit card that these companies will offer at some points, you know, where you can consolidate your debt and put it into one place. Not only does that just transfer it all into one place, it might be a little cleaner for you. It does have benefits. But at the same time, you do need to be careful because you they, they offer this grace period, if you will, where you don't owe interest. But you got to really be sure when you're signing those agreements or papers or whatever that at the end of that grace period, what's that interest rate going to look like? And does right. it make sense, right? So that's those things you have to take, you know, like you said, take this with a grain of salt and do your research before you would open up and do something like that. Yeah. But in some cases, it does make sense. It does make sense in some cases. And, and along the other, uh, the other side of that is unsecured personal loans. So just to preface this, an unsecured loan is basically a loan that's only tied to your credit worthiness. And then a secured loan is anything that has collateral. So like a mortgage payment, essentially. But what you can do with this is if you take all of your credit cards that have really high interest rates and consolidate them into one unsecured personal loan that potentially has a lower interest rate, depending on how much balance you have, you could potentially save yourself hundreds if not thousands of dollars in interest by doing that. Mm -hmm. But of course, what we've said this whole episode is it has to work. Mm -hmm. Some of this stuff doesn't make sense for, it sounds sexy and attractive, but it doesn't make sense. But in, in other cases it does, but that's where it's gonna be on you. We can't be sitting there with you to tell you what's right and what's wrong. It's gonna be sitting on you to make, make those decisions based on the information that you're given. Look at those interest rates that you're gonna be getting if you do if you do that unsecured credit card loan or that personal loan that you're gonna be taking because you wanna make sure that it actually makes sense and that, 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 that difference in the interest rate is actually going to be a benefit in the long run for yeah. you. Which this kinda of goes off into the last little step. It's a little, I mean, it, by no means are we financial advisors or are we, are, are we able to be there for you in your stress situations, thing like that. That's why we're really pushing and urging you to make smarter decisions. But just know if those cases where you kind of feel overwhelmed, where you might be a little desperate in need, you have a lot of credit card debt or a lot of debt in general that is just sitting on your shoulders, please know that there are debt relief programs out there and they specialize in these, like in your specific situation. A lot of times they'll have these free consultations and, and you really can literally just Google these things, debt solution programs or debt relief programs. And a lot of times there'll be, again, free consultations. They'll look at your specific situation and maybe come up with and help you create a custom debt solution plan. So it's just always a little nugget to hold in your back pocket that if you're in that situation, you, you do have help out there. Yeah. You have to choose what's right for you, what's right for your situation. And I, I kind of wanted to end the episode talking about my specific situation. So obviously Budget Trek started on my journey to getting out of debt. And it's been three months now. But in that three months, I've paid off $8,000 in credit card debt. And that's with my wife not working full time. So to some people, that sounds great. And it is great. I feel really good about that. I feel proud about it. But like the way I did it was just like I said, it's the hybrid approach. I, I put all my credit cards, student loans, and auto loans into three different buckets. And I focused on the lowest bucket first, which was credit cards. And once I was in that bucket, I started paying off the credit cards with the highest interest rate. And then I utilized another thing a, f a few weeks ago, probably almost a month ago, we had a balance transfer offer on one of our credit cards for 0% for a year. So our other two credit cards that still had balances on them had interest rates. So we transferred both of those balances over to the 0% and we are going to save money from interest fees down the road, mm -hmm. of course, 
but also too our credit report our credit score is going to go up because our credit report is showing that we paid off two credit cards now and let me let me ask you real quick just for the listeners so when you say that you decided to consolidate this credit card loan into this one you know zero percent interest rate for a 12 month that 12 month grace period we were talking about what were some of the things you looked at in order to make sure that this was a smart move well, you got to think about this too. So when you do these balance transfers, there is, or at least for this one, it was $5 or 3%, whichever was higher. Okay. So That was the minimum. Yes, that was the minimum. So the, I don't know what the max was, but that was the minimum. So for our specific situation, 3% of what we transferred over was a couple hundred bucks, right? So that's what you need to look out for too. I don't know if 3% balance transfer fee is like the same for every single thing for every single bank and credit card mm-hmm. or if it's just for hours. But so that's what you're what, saying they're going to they're going to charge you money they to charge, transfer they, they that charge money you, over they charge you they charge you a okay. fee for doing it. It's a one-time fee, but also looked at too. I was like, "Okay, so after a year, say I don't get this paid off in a year. Let's assume worst-case scenario, what's the interest rate going to be?" So, I made sure that it just went back to the normal interest rate. It wasn't going to increase, and usually they don't increase. I don't mm-hmm. think they do. But if but if for some off reason they they do decide to increase the interest rate following this introductory offer, you need to be aware of that. So what were the credit card interest rates that you were paying on these credit cards before you consolidated them over to another balance? So so one credit, credit card, card was eight percent, which is really low. Other one was twenty five percent. Okay. One that was twenty five percent was had a higher balance than the one with eight mm-hmm. percent. So we figured obviously we're gonna save money and in interest. Yeah. So we might as well transfer to zero percent. But like we've said before, some people that doesn't make sense to, and some people that's like okay, that's a hassle to do it. It's not a hassle, but I understand what you're saying. It's just it, paying off debt in general can get really overwhelming. It really can. And if you don't have stuff like this on autopilot, like we, we I don't like to have everything on autopilot because I like to be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And if I have it on autopilot, I kind of lose that focus. Yeah. But I say all that to say that this can be overwhelming. And of course, I've said this before, but if you are trying to pay off debt and if you are trying to figure out what the best method for you is, Seriously, shoot me an email, message me on Instagram. Uh, I would say text me. I'm not going to give out my number. But my email is Brady at BudgetTrek.com. And then my Instagram is at BradyMorgan underscore. And I will help as much as I can uh, of driving you in the right direction with this because this is important to me. It's a passion to mine. And I figure if I got myself out of $8,000 in credit card debt in three months, then I feel like I can help you too. So... We're going to go in and wrap up this episode. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We are on Spotify and iTunes. We, we release these episodes every Thursday at 6 a.m. Central Time, so stay tuned for this one. As always, too, leave us a review on iTunes. That really does help us. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, anything like that, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. I post episodes every Monday and Thursday, and those are available on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, or any other major podcasting platform. So listen to us there. Give us a follow on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and let us know what you thought of the episode. We'll catch you next time.